0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to this week's New World Kirtan podcast. It's Saturday, August 29th, 2015. I'm Kitsy Stern, and our show is produced as an act of love and service to the worldwide kirtan community. It's also an audio journal of my spiritual journey through the practice of singing and playing kirtan. So, as you can probably hear, this is the annual podcast from our family's home on Cape Cod. This year, with the additional twist of a riverboat cruise down the St. Lawrence River, and I'll tell you about that in a minute. You guys have probably noticed the podcast is on a relaxed schedule this summer. We'll be back to a more regular schedule in the fall. I've been taking some time for physical and spiritual renewal in several different areas, and I've been having a lot of different adventures. One adventure I'd like to tell you about is the Beloved Festival we attended several weeks ago. It was held in Tidewater, Oregon. That's 15 miles into coastal forest from the town of Walport on the Oregon coast. That's where the base of operations was located. The actual festival was located about a mile further up the mountain. When we arrived to record Krishna Das, there were tents and campers set up in every available nook and cranny. If you wanted to take your vehicle back down to the base of operations, you had to be cleared because it was basically a one-vehicle road. As you can imagine, the logistics of this could have been really daunting, but let me read part of Beloved's mission statement from their website. The aspiration of this festival is to engage the hearts and minds of those present in the finding of the beloved in each other and furthering our ability to cooperate to make that appreciation tangible on earth. Isn't that beautiful? And the volunteers that I encountered at Beloved really lived within that mission statement. They never failed to be friendly and smiling and wonderfully helpful even when they were tired. I met a young man there. He was one of the security guards. He told me he's been in the military and he does security for a lot of events. He was a security guard for Beloved last year and came back this year because the people he met at the festival last year had, in his words, restored his faith in humanity. It was that kind of an atmosphere. We loved it. Another adventure I've been having, this one an inner adventure, has been taking the courses in Russell Paul's Yoga Mystery School. I've told you about these several times, but several weeks ago, I was talking to my friend Ragini about something that had just happened around leading kirtan from the place of the heart and how it had helped me to overcome stage fright. She was moved by it, and she asked if she could interview me so that others could benefit from that experience. So it was kind of a different uh, place to be in, but this week's podcast is that interview, except for some parts that were lost in the middle. Lost in the middle! uh The software that I have been using for interviews is driving me crazy, let me tell you. It has lost lots of really good stuff. But I think I finally found a solution. I'll know pretty soon because Vijay of the Kirtanias is up next to talk about Krishna, and I'll try it out then. But this summer, one of the most rewarding things I've done has been to help the Kirtan community grow in Corvallis. Rogany also talked about this in the interview. We're going to start having more live music on our Friday kirtan nights, and we have several artists interested in coming this fall and winter. I'm really looking forward to sharing all of this with you in upcoming shows and hopefully podcasting some of these kirtans so you can enjoy them also. And now, here are several words about our sponsors. If you like the New World Kirtan podcast... Please show your support by purchasing from our sponsors, White Swan and Black Swan Music and Old Delhi Music. And if you'd like to help us out directly, you can donate at our website to help with the cost of keeping everything running. Seriously, guys, it does take money to keep our website up and to house all these podcasts. Your donations are greatly appreciated. And I also love hearing from you. So feel free to drop me a line through the New World Kirtan website. The next adventure is a riverboat trip down the St. Lawrence River with 30 members of my husband's family. It's my mother-in-law's 90th birthday, and this is our gift to her. She grew up on the St. Lawrence Seaway, and she hasn't been back since she's been a girl. I'll tell you all about it in the next podcast. I hope you enjoy my conversation with the sweet, wild, wacky, and wonderful Rogany, one of my favorite human beings on the planet, It's followed by several of her songs that our band covers and that I sing, although my renditions are but a pale imitation of hers. Savor the beautiful end of the summer, my friends. And until next time, namaste. So Um, this is... Yeah, go ahead. Oops. Hello? (laughs) (laughs) Our last interview was almost unlistenable because we laughed so much. Oh, I imagine. I imagine. I remember that
1: very well. Okay, I'm going to stop
0: laughing now. This is very serious. Mm,
1: Me too. (laughs) Okay. This is Ragini, and I'm here to interview today Kidzie Stern, who is the producer of the New World Kirtan podcast, Um, my favorite of all the podcasts, and it features many of the Kirtan artists as well as... Hundreds of uh, artists and songs that you've probably never heard of before if you have not yet listened to the podcast. She's also a professional voiceover artist and a musician, a Kirtan musician on top of that. And she's here today to share some of her experiences. And I asked her to come on. Um, for an interview today to talk about some of the experiences that she had shared with me that I thought would be really useful for some of the listeners today. So welcome,
0: Kidzie. <laughs> Kidzie's used to doing these interviews with a lot of artists, and today I get to interview her. I know the she's on the other side. It's, it's really fun. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great to be here. Um, we had such a great conversation a couple of weeks ago, you know, and it, did. it's really nice to be able to follow up on it.
1: Yes, I'm looking forward to um, hearing some more of the details of what you shared because it was so profound to me what you shared, and it really struck. Um, a heartstring for me in terms of um, what your experience was. So now that we're keeping all of our listeners on suspense, mm-hmm. uh, first I want to ask, though, for those people who haven't heard about the podcast, can you just give me a little brief? Um, give me a little brief promo about the podcast because I don't know how many hits you're getting, and I know it's one of the top podcasts, if not the top, on iTunes for Kirtan. But it's um, it's certainly you know popular and has um, hundreds of artists and songs and things, thousands of songs on them by now, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, my music library has outgrown my computer. Um, oh, my <laughs> <God. It's> a, <laughs> that's it's a good door. problem. <laughs> Big. <laughs> um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, so the New World Kirtan podcast started about six years ago, and it started as uh, the set list for our Corvallis Kirtan community because we were chanting then to CDs. We didn't have any live music here. And, um, and so it was the set list. Uh, for our our satsang. And um, I I had no idea that people all over the world were downloading it and didn't know that until a year into it. And then my husband and I just for fun one night decided to figure, is anybody listening to this thing? And so we went in and it it was being downloaded from all over the world. And um, that was really... Like, wow, the power of social media to spread this has been rather amazing. I mean, it started as an experiment, and it's um, now been downloaded uh, almost half a million times.
1: Holy cow.
0: Yeah. Um, Each episode is downloaded about 4,000 times, and there's a really long tail on the episodes because you have the initial download of about 4,000, and then you can see, like, it's being downloaded consistently, um each podcast you can see this long tail and it's being uh. downloaded consistently even the old ones and so it's it's just so cool you know to see the countries that are downloading it oh my god yes. like you know Russia and yeah, yeah, yeah uh, Croatia and, <laughs> and 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 yes i mean i i'm getting excited but i could go in and read them off to you but anyway if when i do it's just so inspiring because this is yeah. all about love and people are gathering to sing together to promote love and compassion and loving kindness in their lives, and it's it's so inspiring.
1: And that tale is it finding its way into new communities and people discovering it. That tale that that goes off from every podcast, which is just incredible to hear.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. That's where one place where technology can really just make a difference. In, you know, in people's yes, lives. It can. Yeah. So this is a good place to segue in
1: because you talked about the love and the energy that's in the podcast. And tell me a little bit more about when your kirtan started, because you've been doing it now in the Corvallis area and you have quite a band of musicians. I've met many of them, if not the ones that you're still playing with. I've met many of the ones that you used to play with. And uh, tell me a little bit more about about uh, what's going on with the kirtan there now.
0: Well, the band is still together. We have a couple more members and um it's a it's a big band. We have um violin, uh lead and rhythm guitar, uh two vocalists, I I sing and play harmonium and uh percussion and supplemental percussion and we all sing. It's har- a lot of harmony. Um and you know, it's just kind of really cool because <laughs> 6 years ago it was about five or six people who would gather on Sunday night and all we had were CDs. And then all of a sudden it was like, hey, why don't we start a band? And that was like, yeah, let's start a band. And then, you know, I hadn't played an instrument for quite a long time, but I had all this classical music training. So um, I picked yes. up the harmonium and I could hear my grandmother laughing somewhere, wherever <laughs> she was. <is. laughs> I, I, I'll never need this. I will never, ever. <laughs> the
1: <laughs> organ never <laughs> yep well and your last kirtan had quite a number of people at it Um oh, you, it was wonderful you had a the... huge enormous turnout yeah like 150 people came Hmm. <laughs> that's really impressive impressive for i mean you, you look at what's happening in some of the bigger cities and and for 150 people to show up there is just incredible. Yeah. So was- congratulations to you on that. That's a new landmark to hit and things start to spread a little more like wildfire once you hit those magic numbers.
0: Oh, it was you know, what's really cool, and you know this, right, is to be able to sing to that number of people and then hear that crack coming back of the recent <laughs> months, you know, and then that that energy exchange is just so cool. And it's very cool, too, when it happens in a smaller setting. It's very sweet. But when you've got that big, wow. And, you know, I mean, wow, you're Kirtan's in Milwaukee. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many do you have generally? Oh, there's
1: 300 plus or so that come to the events here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're taking over the world.
1: (laughs) Well, this is what's beautiful. What you shared with me the other day when we were talking on the phone, Kidsy, I want you to share that with people here because you shared something that was about the experience that you had of sitting up in front of people and what it had been like before and a shift that occurred in you that was really profound to hear.
0: Thank you for, you know, uh, for saying that. Uh, um, I, I, I think I told you that I'm enrolled in uh, Russell Paul's Yoga Mystery School. Yes. And it's all about Tantra and finding the divine in the most ordinary of circumstances. Well, singing Kirtan isn't an ordinary circumstance, but I was able to take... uh, Leading Kirtan, I should say, isn't exactly ordinary, but I was able to take the... Um, experience that he, the meditation that he gave us of I am here, I am here, <clears throat> and just being present to that. And, and when I led that kirtan, I had just learned that, literally just learned it. And mm. I was nervous for a lot of different reasons. I've had stage fright for most of my life. Um, and um, and so being able to ground myself in that, instead of letting all those thoughts, you know, overwhelm the purpose of why we were there that day, you know, it enabled me to be in that place where it's bigger than my concerns. Mm -hmm.
1: It just, it really struck me how profound it was that that shifted that feeling of stage fright for you. It took the attention away from because a lot of times I think that stage fright is very much circled around the idea that I'm performing and I'm here to perform for other people and they're going to be watching and evaluating me and therefore the fright. Yeah. Um, but if we go out as an offering and we're really there offering something to people, truly right to them and we look right at them, it changes that experience of... The stage fright that people have. So it was interesting to me when you said that you had had stage fright, because I was thinking, well, here you are, your voice is in front of thousands, especially for, I mean, you're the voice of Hertz, are you not, for mm-hmm. part of the country? And I mean, you've got uh, the voice um, that is heard by thousands or millions of people. But I really was moved by what you shared about that, the experience of being in the moment, and not thinking so much about it as a performance, but as as delivering something to people or offering something to them, taking them through an experience that you were then guiding them through. So I have a I do have another um, question for people that are listening in terms of the because I wanted to kind of tease out what is it specifically that you do now that triggers that feeling, that shift in you to when you go up on stage and you're in front of people, what are you thinking? or what are you what are you feeling or what are you telling yourself before you go up there?
0: Well, you know, the more practice I get with these techniques that Russell's teaching us with the I am here and the deepening of that experience, that's my challenge now. When I lead kirtan is to be there, you know, I mean, just to be there for the entire time and try not to get distracted with anything that's going on, you know, musically. That's not really important, you know, it's not important. What's important is creating that space, is holding that space so that other people can step in. It's hard to do that. And, and really enter into that as a practice, I think, when you're leading kirtan. I mean, do you, do you find it hard to enter into as a practice, or are you, are you focused on the performance aspect of it?
1: Um, I, I love going onto a platform where I can um, – uh, my challenge whenever I go up there is to see if I can get someone to stop and really think about right now. And I don't mean think about it. Let me say that in a little different way. If I can get someone to, um, you know, if they're sitting and they're in the audience and they're listening to us, a lot of times people are sort of on autopilot and they're just focused on the stage. It's an entertainment, whatnot. But if I can get them to stop for a minute and feel that we're talking about right now and thinking about the marveling, even at the mystery of something, I'll often talk about the magic that's around us, even like cell phones, how we're not connected to anything and we don't even know how they work. I mean, our voice, we talk into them and it goes through the air to to something else and somehow shows up in another little device, you know, thousands or hundreds of miles away. And it's exactly as we spoke it within a split second of speaking it. And that's, that's a miracle. And I want people to feel that when they're hearing the music that we do, because I think much like what you were describing with being present, we sort of start thinking in our mind and we're talking about something else or we're eating stuff or doing whatever we're doing at these festivals or whenever people come to a live event. And I really just want them to to come back into where they are right now. And that's my challenge. And I, I love, I'm always up for a challenge. So I guess, <laughs> I guess that's how I'd answer it is I, I really like being up there and doing that and using humor to kind of jar them out of where they are and then getting them to really focus on something in the heart by doing music that, Feels like it moves them or moves me at least, and hopefully moves them. Um, otherwise, we can kick people out if they're not moved.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you shall be moved. <laughs> you shall be moved. <laughs> well, you know what? What prompted this conversation was that we were talking about. Um, Right. I, I mean, the last time we talked, I was talking about the last time I saw you at Bhakti Fest Midwest and um, I walked in on your set. I I guess you were about a quarter of the way in and I was standing by the side of the stage with Brenda McMorrow and um, watching you. Lead, we were both watching you lead. And, you know, you, you, you're you so good at it. You, you're just so good good at it and little Thank variations you. in your voice. And, you know, you did something and Brenda and I just looked at each other and went, yeah, there you go. That's how it's <laughs> fun, And uh, and and you hold the space. And so that's what that's what you know, that's how we got talking about it, because I came home so inspired by that. And um, and, you know, the other and the other female Wallace that I saw who who can hold that space. Uh, and so everyone else can enter in. To it, yes. No, if you're distracted, if you're—that's the thing. Oh, here's another good thing. Like this really relates to voiceover, right? Because if you're not, like, if you're doing a spot about coffee, Mm -hmm. and you don't like coffee, (laughs) (laughs) and you're saying, but you're saying the words, but inside, some you're thinking, oh God, you know, I can't stand coffee. People are going to pick up on that subliminally, and they won't buy the coffee that you're trying to get them to buy, right? So you have to you have to be in that place in order to bring people in not just for for you know advertising if you're not congruent do you know what i mean like I so internally do. and yeah so um so anyway you know if you're not congruent when you're up on stage people won't have the same experience i don't mm-hmm. I, I don't think
1: you know? i agree with that i often feel like we're in the ocean playing with this music, creating this incredible experience. And there's some people sitting on the beach and there's others that actually decide to come in the ocean with us. Mm. And that's the fun of it is when you get everybody coming into the ocean and feeling what it is that's (laughs) in the water, that's in all of us all the time.
0: Mm.
1: And it's beautiful. So I, I do wish I had more time. I think I have about five minutes before my next client comes in here, but. um, (laughs) It was really great to talk with you. It was really good talking with you, Kidsy. And is there anything else that you wanted to share about um, the experience that you had or or anything at all? Um, Anything about the color underwear you're wearing or anything (laughs) exciting?
0: (laughs) Well, I'm about to go take a swim. That's not too exciting. Oh, yeah. Well, if it's 100 degrees, (laughs) that's what I got on. (laughs) But um, I guess I want to say that my most favorite thing, both with the podcast and with doing live music, is that is that person who emails me or who comes up to me after the kirtan and they are all lit up and they're like, oh my God, where has this been all my life? I can't believe this music. I can't believe how I feel. I just want to go. And that's the way I felt after I discovered it, right? It was like, that's oh my God.
1: Too. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't yes. it fun to watch that with other people when they discover it through you?
0: It's the best. It is yes. the best. And, um, Yeah, that's the only other thing I want to say. That's why I do the podcast, because, man, it makes such a difference in people's lives. People's lives change because Mm -hmm. of this music. And um, when they write and tell me about it, oh, just that's the best.
1: Well, you are doing a super job with the podcast, Kidsy. There is nobody... That I've seen, even coming anywhere close to the work that you do with the podcast, the way you honor the artists, the way you honor the music, the way you find—I don't know how you find these new songs from new <laughs> artists and people that are cropping up all over the world—and I realize there's hundreds of them, but you're finding these incredible recordings and making, um, you know, a presentation for people on this regular basis of festivals of you know private recordings of artists and all things that are related to kirtan, and it's really, really fun to hear your interviews of people, to hear the things that you're doing, and now to see your kirtan exploding up there in
0: Corvallis. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty, it's really pretty exciting to watch it grow here, because, you know, I'd go to these festivals and come back, and there wouldn't be anything to come back to. There'd Mm. be a little, but, you know, it's like, if you don't have a community, you need the community, you need, you need a community. It's Bhakti's all about community.
1: Yes, it is. Yes, Mm -hmm. it is. It's beautiful. Well, I am so appreciative that you took the time to talk to me today kidsy and I would love to spend far more time just talking to you about all the wonderful things you're doing because I really I really give honor to you for what you've done for all the kirtan artists yeah. and at no payment from us, you have taken our music and put it out to the world. And I, I really, really appreciate what you've done. And it's it's a beautiful podcast. And for those people who are listening, uh, you can support the podcast by making donations and or just contributing large sums of money to Kidsy herself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Always welcome. <laughs> That's right. That's, well, yes. well, thank you for your music. You were the first Kirtan CD I ever bought, first oh. one. Sweet, so you you have a special place in my heart.
1: Well, thank you, Kidzie. I feel that, and I was so happy to play with your band and be up there a couple <laughs> years back. And <laughs> so much fun. Hope to come back soon again and have oh, some I fun hope with you did. guys. Yeah, it would
0: be great. It'd be great.
1: All right. Well, we'll sign off here, and everybody listen to Kidzie's New World Kirtan podcast. At uh, what is it? www.newworldkirtan.com. Thank you, kidsy. Thank
2: you.